It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Friday, ladies and gentlemen, it is the weekend, and this is the PHNX Sun Devil Show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. I am Anthony Totri, joined, as always, by my partner in crime, Sean DePaz, Shane Diefenbach, is out there somewhere. I want to say he's on the moon today. Yes, he is. I don't know why he's there. He's but, not uh, here, and so Schrodinger Shane. He can what, be the streets, anywhere. though. The streets say he'll be back tomorrow. The streets have been saying. I, so. I believe it when I see it, but the streets have been saying. How's your Friday going, man? It's it's going. It is 2 o'clock, two beers deep. Well, mm. be about a beer and a half, beer and three quarters. Uh, I'm at, like, my wit's end. I think my head's going to explode, but it's the weekend almost. So we're, we're just in time. If, there was, if weeks were eight days... I wouldn't make it through this week. What would the would eighth a, day of the week be called? I bet you've never thought of that. Plaz day. Plaz day? Yeah. Would that come after Sunday or like where would it's it in be? between Saturday and Sunday. In bet- oh, it's in between Saturday because and Sunday. Sunday and Friday are like fake weekend days. Because Fridays you got to no, no, work. No, just Sunday's fake. No, but Friday, I mean, Fridays you have to work still. Yeah. Like, and then Sundays it feels like, like it's not really a weekend because you got to get up early the next day. You get an extra weekend weekend in there, so you get a Saturday and a uh, what did I call it a a, a, a Fleur's day? I don't know. I'm going to come up with a applause day. Applause day. That'll be day. After, Why is there an accent on the applause day? Plaz I don't day. know. Uh, but it's after Saturday, so you get like two full weekend days. I don't think my liver could handle applause day. Oh, that's a good point. Applause day is deadly. Just going to put that out there. Good thing there's no applause day. Um, yeah, good thing there's no applause day. Happy Friday, though, ladies and gentlemen. We got a lot to get into today. Um, we're going to talk some money because mm. cash rules everything. Cash around cream, baby. Me. Um, the details of Jaden Rashada's Florida NIL contract were were leaked mm. to the athletic. Mm. Um, so I'm just curious as to what you think about all these things. Obviously, ASU is not giving him this kind of money. Yeah. Okay. So we heard the 13, 14 million dollar ballpark for this NIL deal for Jaden Rashada at Florida. So they weren't they weren't kidding. It was yeah. about $13.8 million when it was all said and done. Um, so he would have gotten half a mil up front. <laughs> half a mil up front. $250,000 a month <laughs> as a freshman. As a freshman. Before we get into the rest, can you imagine getting a quarter of a million dollars every month as a freshman in college? No. Like, what do you do with I that? I can't. I can't imagine getting... Uh, I can't imagine getting more than like five thousand dollars a month 
as a 24 year old. Um, quarter million, a quarter dollars. mil a month in college. I would, I would own the school. I would run it. I would, I literally like I. The problem with me too, especially at that age, who want, like wanted to impress people, and also like, I, not to fucking pat on the back. I feel like I'm a rather generous person. So if I had all that money and just a bunch of people I was trying to impress, oh my god, I would just be, I'd be handing, I'd be handing out cash, dog. It would be a problem. I can't, especially first in a, purchase as a freshman, two hundred fifty thousand dollars a month. Oh, the nicest car I can get. Easy. Easy. I'm flexing on everybody in Gainesville. You shitting me? I'm I'm driving all over in a like a galaxy wrapped Maserati. Like I'm not I'm, that'd be crazy. A, a dry, be I'm gonna crazy. I'm gonna call out Lando Norris, get one of his McLaren's. Charles in the chat, that's a lot of coin. Absolutely, that is too much. And coin. so that was his freshman year. Mind you, this is after the half mil that he got up front. Mm -hmm. So you have a freshman season. It is what it is. You're you're good. You're bad. It don't really matter because guess what? As a sophomore, he would have got two hundred and ninety one thousand dollars for just being a sophomore a month again. What? That's so who, stupid, like, bro. Who is giving this amount of money to a kid who hasn't proved himself well, at all at this level? Yeah, and like I know we like to talk about him. He was a five star, whatever. This isn't Arch Manning. Like he was clearly like a low five star because he's a four star now. You're paying all that money to a four star quarterback? I don't know. Really? I just don't know how you like all props to Jaden. Go get the bag, young man. Which I guess he didn't do, but you gotta have dumb money. You gotta have stupid. You gotta have fuck you money. That's too much money. You gotta have fuck you money to give this amount of money to a, a child. Because you're, you're literally like buying a human, basically. You're Pretty like, much. Like, yeah, it is fuck you money. It's it, like the world's most expensive Netflix, but for a quarterback. Because sure. you're paying that monthly. Yeah, it's like yeah. And then as a junior, if the two hundred and fifty to two hundred and ninety-one thousand wasn't enough for you, why don't we just bump that up to three hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars? Even care true. what you do as a sophomore in your season. Let's give you an eighty thousand dollar raise a month, and then he's going to be going you know, to turn twenty one that year, presumably. Oh my! Oh to God! I didn't even think about that. To be twenty one, could you imagine if he got that money here? To oh, be no. twenty one, no. you'd be in dead. Tempe slash Scottsdale with literally millions of dollars would be such a problem. Um, and I would have to imagine it would have been a problem in Gainesville as well. Um, I mean, listen, man, I. This is welcome to college football. Like this is just where we're at now. They 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 got a lot of money and they're gonna give it to to people. Like I think that's what people don't realize is that like people, there's a lot of rich people who just really like football. <laughs> and to them, it's not it's not about giving a teenager yeah. all this money. It's about paying for a better football program. Like they, you're a big fan of a football team, you're just paying for it to be better. But uh, you're not guaranteed. You're not. But that I it's mean, better. yeah, obviously. But it's it's like it's not like these are. In, there's no incentives in this contract. No, it's, it's an investment for sure. But I mean, investing is something that only rich people can do. Yeah, it's like you got to have you got to have extra money to, to to throw around. And this is how they uh, some rich people choose to spend their money. Yeah, that's shit. True. If I was a billionaire. You don't think that ASU would have all the best recruits in the country, or at least have them in the building? Because they should, for damn sure would. If I had that kind of money, I, for selfish reasons, it's not even so much about ASU or Rashada or anything. It's like I like this football program and I want them to be better, so I'm gonna spend money on it because I got it. Um, that's college football. Not every school has that though, that's true. That's which true. is why Jaden Rashada probably isn't getting this kind of money at ASU. Jason and Chad can see where that would cause locker room issues. Hey that man, too. that could be why our thumbnail title is. 
Let me hold a dollar. Let me hold a dollar. You're going to be, when you got that kind of money, you're going to have a lot of people be asking for handouts. But honestly, like if you're the offensive line, you're probably happy he's getting this money because come Christmas time, y'all are getting all, you're all getting TVs. Oh, Chris is in. Chris is in the building. I was about to say Chris is in the chat, but she's in the building. She's quite literally here. Um, but yeah, man, it, it's, this is just college, this is college sports. Uh, get used to it because you're, like we said, Rashada, great recruit, not the best recruit. Um, so if a guy like this is getting this kind of money, I man, that's, that's a ton of money, dude. And then a senior year, you know, regardless of what he did his junior year, going to bring that down one hundred ninety five. Yeah, no guarantee that he's even thousand dollars a month as a senior, totaling the thirteen point eight five million. Again, this was reported by the Athletic that these were the details of Jaden Rashada's failed NIL contract at Florida. Again, I'm they, he's not getting that money here. Man. No, but I he like. I don't want to say he deserves it, but at the same time, like they're making this Go get your bag, so much money, yeah. and they are putting on essentially the same risk that NFL players are putting on. Like obviously, NFL they play more games; it's it's more phys- whatever. But I mean, it's still football. There, there, there's a tremendous risk there, um, and there's so many kids who, you know, they go to college thinking they are going to play football, and they get hurt, and their career is over, and they don't know what to do. Um, this kind of money can set up young kids. For life. For life, damn near. And especially some of these kids like who are coming out of hard situations. You look at in the face, you offer this like you're gonna change you get not just change my life, you're gonna change my mom's life, you're gonna change my grandma's Everybody's life, my siblings. Life. Like that's that's good. Like I to me, obviously there's a lot of problems that can come with this, but to get these young men and I can't help but acknowledge the fact that it's predominantly young black men get this kind of money, I I am all I am all the way there for it. Well, you think about it in this situation, right? Um it, it, unlike other quarterbacks, unlike other sports, even five, ten years ago, is Jaden Rashada. Let's say this NIL contract played out the way that it was, that it's mm-hmm. kind of laid out in front of us right now. And you don't even have to play in the NFL. Yeah. If I'm Jaden Rashada, or if I'm a quarterback that has got a $13.85 million NIL deal sitting in front of me, I'm thinking about this, what is best for me, what is best for my future, what is best for mm-hmm. everything, right? Yeah. I play from my freshman year all the way through my senior year. Fuck the NFL. I get my $13.8 million. And $13.8 million, that's a, you don't need to work ever again. <laughs> you don't need to go to the NFL at that point. Yeah. Like, And obviously, maybe he would want to. Maybe he would want to make a little bit extra. I mean, it doesn't hurt to have a couple extra million dollars in your bank account at the end of the day, but $13.8 million is, is good enough. And you wouldn't need to advance your career at all. Right. Like yeah. to your point about setting him up for life, you, you hear a lot about the NFL, whether it's their rookie contract, they'll do that. And then they'll be done. Yeah. Happens a lot of time. They'll get their bag and they'll be done, which I totally understand. But now you're, you're getting into an age of sports and college football specifically to where you don't even need to take that risk of going to the NFL. Yeah. You can get your bag in college. And this is these numbers are only going to get bigger mm-hmm. in my mind, right? So you get your $13.8 million and then you're done. So the interesting point of this, right? You see a contract like this and obviously, or the NIL deal and it failed or whatever. But when you start to see these things actually get done, right? The the next major quarterback to go get a 13 point whatever million dollar NIL deal. You know when you're going to start seeing restrictions and I guarantee it mm. is when... You get a guy like a Jaden Rashada who gets a $13.8 million NIL deal, opts not to go to the league, and you know who's going to be calling the board of directors at the NCAA? 
Commissioner Roger Goodell because mm. that looks awful I, to not have. I don't. I, I the think best players. To be quite honest, NFL. I think you're making up a problem that won't exist. Really, I don't think kids are not going to go to the NFL. Like, I, I think the, the bigger issue you might run into is the kids who mo- who m- money was the motivation for them. Like them putting in the effort to get to the NFL, but I don't think anybody's going. Who kids who haven't played football their whole life with the goal, the dream of making it to the NFL, or just because they finally got the money, are not going to go. Um, I'm not worried about that. Another thing I want to acknowledge is like I think a lot of people look at this being like that's such a big risk to give these kids money. Yeah, but it's not your risk. Yeah, and it's not the org- it's not the program's risk. This isn't professional sports where like you give somebody a big contract. Oh, they don't have they 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 don't pan out. Oh well, now you don't have you don't have the cap space. And obviously, like these these boosters aren't just like you don't have endless money. So I'm sure you pretty give close. One kid, though, it feels but like. I'm, like you give one kid a 14 million dollar contract, it doesn't pan out. You're probably not super keen on giving another kid a 14 million dollar contract. But in general, like it's not it's not it's not a, a salary cap. It's not the the program's money. Like it in theory is an unlimited supply of money. Um, so, like, that's why I'm, like, fucking get in where you fit in. Like, get everybody well, their money, whatever. Look, hear me out, right? So, I understand that. The endless money thing and the, you know, failed NIL contract is what it is. But you got to look at schools that have giant donors, right? And I, I don't want to say it's taking it off the rails, but relating it to Arizona in a sense. Matt Ishbia, mm-hmm. right? Michigan State. He's a billionaire now. Yes, I don't think if he has an athlete on the basketball team or the football team that he gives 13, 14, 15 million dollars to, that if that doesn't pan out, that he's not going to be like, oh, well, there's another one. You know what I mean? Like the 13 million dollars to him when you're a billionaire doesn't mean anything. And I understand that not every university has billionaire donors, but like for the ones that do, the 15, 16, 17 million dollar NIL deals. They don't really mean shit to them. Yeah, but at the same time, they didn't become billionaires by giving away money. Like they're not just going to keep. Yeah, but it's out not like if it, they don't work. A billion dollars is such a ridiculous amount of money. Like to even comprehend. No, I yeah, I get that, but it's I don't know. Like it, if you had let's let's and again we don't. <laughs> if you had twenty billion dollars, yes, and you paid fourteen million dollars for the best quarterback in the nation who pans out, um, or who doesn't pan out, ends mm-hmm. up being. Just a total bust. You telling me there's another five star quarterback on the market the very next season or the very next, you know, recruiting cycle that you're not throwing fourteen, fifteen million dollars at? No, when you I have might 20 be. billion? I might be, but if that one is a bust, I'm not sure how much I'll incline like I'm not gonna just keep doing it. Like there's going to be a limit to it. And also, like it it depends like what kind of booster you are, right? Like if it, if if I'm here at ASU, I pay fifteen million dollars for a quarterback that doesn't pan out, I'm looking for a point guard. Like I, I might, I might just move off of football. Like so, it, it, it's gonna depend a lot on a lot of like it. It's gonna depend on the individual. Um, I mean, every you, you mentioned Ishbia, like he's huge booster. I mean, they gave the head football coach there like a ten million or ten year contract because Ishbia gave them money. Like Ishbia is part of the reason that happened. Mel Tucker, right? Yeah, Mel Tucker. Yeah, I forgot his name. Um, I mean, obviously. Bring them up a lot. Syracuse. They have one really big booster. They just got a, I believe, a five star recruit. It might have been a high four star. Um, they got a really a highly touted recruit because this booster flew him to Syracuse, sat him courtside with A Boogie and Fabulous. And he's probably he's like, Oh, this is kind of cool. I want to go to school here. Like, it really is gonna depend on each booster or each school and how they want to deploy any kind of resources they have, how they want to go about deploying it. Like it 
it's going to be such it's and I know this is not like an original take, but it's it's the wild, wild west. Like every yeah. school is going to be in a, its own unique situation, I feel like. Michael brings up an interesting point in the chat. Like what happens next 30, 50 million? Like it, it's just going to keep growing. Yeah, but so what? That's You could say the same thing about pro sports. These are kids who are yeah, coming. But that's the thing, though, is about like it's it's not an issue now because it's college and you're not seeing mm-hmm. these people. You're not seeing these athletes opt out of going professional but in reality like there is definitely kids out there there's definitely high level athletes out there that just want to make their bag and like as reports as things medical things specifically with contact sports and you look at football start to come out over the years right in the the health effects of it all yeah you i think if, if you're getting 30 to 50 million dollars as a college athlete which is a ridiculous astronomical number there is seriously no point to going to the league. I understand the dream of it, right? But at that point, you're risking... But what's the, the point the of risk? signing a second contract in the NFL? You make way more money, depending on if you... But that's how this that is going to work, too. If the money's going up in college, the money's going up in the pros, too. There's going to be... Yeah, you're always going to make more money at the next level. But that's that's not the thing. The thing is, people saying, like, they have enough, right? Is there's going to be a point where there's a college athlete that makes $30 million in college that would have been a top 10 pick in the NFL that's just like, you know what? The risk isn't worth the reward here. I've got my bag and I'm I don't done. think that will happen. Because if it would happen, then you would see that in the NFL. There would be plenty of people who got rookie con. There'd be a lot more Andrew Lux. And there's not. It's just the reality of it. Like Yeah, but we didn't have an Andrew Luck till an Andrew Luck. And there has been none since. Yeah, but that happened what, four or five years ago? Yeah, which is like not it was kind of a while ago in the country of the NFL, especially when you had a motherfucker die on the field this year and people yeah. aren't retiring. Like these guys just love football. You don't get to the point to even make this kind of money if you don't live and breathe football. Um, it's all interesting. It's it, like, yeah, it's definitely wild west, but I am not, there's issues with it for sure. Like I definitely, there's, I, I'm worried about these boosters taking advantage of these young kids, stuff like that. But I am not concerned that it's going to like actually like it's going to ruin the NFL, for example. I'm not I don't care about that. And I I, I don't think kids are going to stop caring about football just because they're making their money personally. It's something fun to just consider. No, for just sure. To throw it out is, there. It is. There's a, a lot's going to change. There's going to be a lot to talk about in this in this regard yeah. over the next decade, at least. Look, if I had thirteen point eight million dollars, I know exactly where I'd be spending some of that. That is on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I'd be trying to turn thirteen million into twenty six mil. Um, guys, that's how you lose 13 mil. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm signing another NIL deal. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Guys, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code PHNX. You don't even have to spend $13 million because new customers can bet just $5 on Super Bowl 57. And guess what, Sean? Mm. You can get 200 in bonus bets oh, instantly only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for more details. I know that the Diamondbacks show was in here before we went. They were talking they were all birds. I'm going the Chiefs. I know you're you're leaning birds. toward the birds too. I am birds. I want the Chiefs to win. I'm rooting for the Chiefs because I like Patrick Mahomes and I want him. The, he's the most talented quarterback of all time, and I want him to have the the, the resume of the greatest quarterback of all time. But also, if Jalen Hurts wins, I'm not going to be sad about it because I like him too. There's a lot of likable people in this Super Bowl. Yes, I'm, I'm rooting for the Eagles strictly because I hate the Chiefs. I hate Philadelphia. I'm like not gonna say that too loud. The city? I'm pretty sure Susie out here is a Birds fan, but I just I think they have annoying fans. I got in an argument this morning with somebody who said that it is ridiculous that Jalen Hurts only got one MVP vote. That's not how MVP voting works. The best player should get the vote. And if you're gonna sit here and look at me and tell me that. 
Jalen Hurts is more valuable to the Eagles and that stacked ass offense than Patrick well, it's Mahomes just how is. You look at MVP. But no, I, but either way, he Patrick Mahomes was all, was the best player in the league. Yep. And or at least the best quarterback. We all know it's quarterback award. Best quarterback in the league and the most valuable to their team. Well, my argument in that is the people that think Jalen Hurts should have been named MVP were probably high on OGs. Yeah, yeah. You were talking about turning that 13 mil into 26, 26 mil. I'm turning that 13 mil into OGs. Like, just been on, there you go. on the gummies. And because, you know, they're not just any gummies. You can go You can go to your local dispensary. Fine. They got a selection of gummies, blah, blah, blah. You can just get whatever. That's fine for some people. But if you are living on a higher plane like we are and you want the best, then you get OGs. Bro, you'll be on a higher plane. You will you be on OGs. a higher plane. Because I'm... I'm I'm just hit. But that's the nice thing, too. As I like to talk about, you could take, you could do like we do. We're at a point where we could take, well, I can take two OGs and be completely fine. He takes two OGs and he turns into a demigod, or at least he thinks he turns into a demigod. No, I uh, do. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so you can you can start with the, the three milligram microdose, work your way up until you're taking the full boys, the 10 milligrams. Then you can take a couple of them. And, you know, it, it's it's for everyone, um, just regardless of what level of, of, Cannabisiosity. I made that word up. Um, you're at uh, it's cannabis and curiosity I mixed you, together. I, um, I, just, it's not a word. I know canna curious is like an actual term that people use. Canna curiosity. I guess I probably should have said that. Anyways, if you are canna curious, uh, <laughs> check out OGs. Um, and their new strawberries and cream flavor is hitting the shelves soon. Uh, a little THC CBD happy balance. Um, so check them out. As always, you can find them at your local dispensary um, and at ogsbrands.com. But as always, you must be 21 or older to enjoy. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. Let's shift from football. They're back. <laughs> ASU softball. They're man. a bunch of dogs. Yeah, they are a bunch of dogs. Started the season already 2-0. They got... A couple games today. They got Northern Illinois here <gasps> in a little bit. Uh, actually, did that game already get started? There's a chance. I don't know. I think it might have already gotten started. Um, and guess who they got in game two today? Who's that? The Notre Dame your. Fighting Irish. Notre your Dame Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Uh, Team Sun Devils here. Just saying. Yeah, uh, ASU softball. They went 2-0 and yesterday. They won their first game 6-3. to in extras, and then they dominated San Diego State in game two, eight to two. I do want to get into really that season opener mm-hmm. uh, because this is a team, obviously, with a lot of new faces, specifically at head coach Megan Bartlett, her first game as the head coach. And not only did they win, they overcome the game where they were down 3 0, where they had three errors, yeah, ended up with 11 hits and doubling up their opponent to win six to three. Sean, just what does it mean, do you think, for for this group specifically now with Megan Bartlett to get started the way they did? Oh, I mean it's I think it's invaluable. I just I think there was a lot of questions after how last season, uh, not necessarily how the season ended, but everything that happened in the offseason with obviously Coach Ford leaving and all the, the the transfers that left with her or because she left. Um there were questions about what this team would be and obviously coming into the season they were twenty they were relatively highly regarded um but i didn't know i didn't know what it's going to be like and um i didn't get to watch the game yesterday was a busy day so i saw you know the started off with i think it was a yanni double yep and i was like okay we're back like asu softball is back and the next time i look they're losing three nothing and i was like oh 
oh no, oh no, this might not be good. And then I look and there's they one six three. And it's like, okay, this is ASU softball. They're a bunch of dogs. Um, yeah, I mean, it, the 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 three errors is concerning. Um, it's early though. Yeah, and then, I mean, they only gave up three runs in like it was one bad inning that ASU had in that game. It was they gave up three runs in the fifth. Um, but they clearly have the bats to hang. Um, oh, 100%. And, and you know, CSUN, it's, it's not Texas, it's not Oklahoma, like it's not one of these big time programs, but. Um, to start your season off like that on a win is, like I said, kind of it's invaluable. I think it's huge for just the start of the Bartlett era. Oh, yeah. And you look at some of the players, right? Specifically, I mean, McKenna Harper in game one, four RBIs, two Dog. hits, two runs. Uh, she was she was the player that got it done yeah, for ASU. Um, you look in extras. She tripled to center field. That was a two-run RBI um, that she had Jazz Hill scored. Um <sighs> And I want to say Marissa Schultz scored as well there. Yeah. So it, just to to get that down the run from players, you, you didn't know. You knew what you were getting from Yanni Acuna. You knew what you were getting for for Jazz Hill. And really, that's it, right? Obviously, there's players from last season. Um, Emily Cazares, yeah. Marissa Schultz, McKenna Harper. You Jazz knew Ron. that they were coming back. Jordan Van Hook even. Like players from last season's team that didn't necessarily have the role that they're going to have this year because last year you had players like an Alina Torres. Mm -hmm. You had players like a Sid Sanders. And now it's really, it's put up or shut up time really early on for them this season. And McKenna Harper took care of business in game one. And then Mm -hmm. it was all Yanni Acuna in game two. She hit a homer Mm -hmm. in the second inning uh, to put ASU up 3-0 against future Pac-12 opponent SDSU. Potentially. Potentially. Future, future opponent. Um, but yeah, to, to get that from her in just game I mean, game one, she she had a decent game, but then game two, obviously, she did what she did. Emily Cazares also having herself a great game two. Um, she had a run, she had a hit, an RBI, a walk. I'm really excited to see what she does because she was a girl last year that really stepped up in the postseason in terms of pinch hitting. Um, and she's she's smaller. She mm-hmm. like you look at her and you're like, there's no way that she can really go yard, but she can't. Yeah. Like, she crushes that softball sometimes, and it's super impressive. You look at the first four, first five even, of this lineup, Yanni Acuna, who, I'm just going to say it, top five player in the Pac-12, and I don't think it's particularly close. Um, Emily Cazares, Dog. who Dog. we've just talked about, can go yard. Oh, by the way, third, Jazz Hill. Dog. Uh, Jazz Rollin, who... Was one of those players last year who specifically in the postseason you'd see step up from time yeah. to time. You'd be like, oh, who's out there? That's Jazz Rollin. Uh, and then fifth, McKenna Harper. Mm-hmm. Like, I am absolutely comfortable with this lineup. And I feel like I've been getting on my soapbox a little bit, just kind of going on. But I'm I'm just so excited yeah. for this season to be back. Man. Yeah, I mean, I you like I mentioned, there was a lot of turnover. But there are still pieces here, like... From the, the last last season, last couple of seasons, um, and I, I think that is super super valuable. Um, I'm really excited to see what kind of player Yanixa Acuna becomes. I think it's it's just it's awesome that we have sisters on the team. Yeah. I just think you got just, two groups of sisters. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, that's that's yeah. It's I just think this this team is so much fun, and I, I we've said it before. Covering this team is the most fun that I have had covering ASU sports. Um, it, this just this team is going to be an electric factory. Like I said, they they clearly have the bats. I think, especially after with some of the names they lost, the pitching was the question. But at least in day one, they they got the job done. Um, I'm really excited to see what we get from Marissa Schold this year. Yeah. Um, but it it, 
I mean, it's a good start. That's all. That's all you could really ask for at this point. They Pitching got, is going to be the concern. Yeah, yeah, they got. I like that they had one win that was dominant and one win they had to fight behind. So like even early on, they have started to show. They've shown that they can win different kinds of games. Is ASU softball your favorite team? Like at ASU? Yeah. Because I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest with you. I love what Kenny Dillingham does. Yeah. Right. And already, and I'm excited to see football, basketball. Bobby Hurley's team's obviously electric at times. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think I get more excited than watching ASU softball. I don't think so either. Because I mean, the others, the, uh, like, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think so it, it's so much exciting. And, like, it's fun to watch on TV, sure. But, I mean, you get to Club Farrington and there is not an atmosphere. Um, even amongst the ASU sports, there's not an yeah. atmosphere anywhere like it. Like, it is, it's it's so unique. It's, like, intimate but also just loud and energetic. Um, it's a vibe. It, 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 a vibe is an understatement, man. It, it is get out there for sure. Like, go support them in person. I am so excited, too. They don't get back here until next Thursday. Yeah. Um. So I might have to get out there. A little Home BYU opener. action. Home opener, maybe? We'll see. 6 p.m. after work. We'll see. I don't know what the schedule looks like next week. But I'm definitely excited to get out there, and you should be too. I mean, it is it is genuinely so much fun. It's a lot of fun. And, and, and it is in large part because of the energy that the women on the team provide. Yeah. Like, it, it is infectious. Um, and Bartlett fits that vibe. Yeah. Right? Like, I think last year, you could say whatever you want about Trisha Ford. She's obviously a phenomenal coach. Um, but it... it <laughs> It almost felt Bill Belichick like to me. Yeah, right. And that's not a bad thing by any means. It's different for sure. But Bartlett is way more of a I'm in your face, like I'm just the energy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, like with Bill Belichick, and it's not necessarily the the case with Trisha Ford. But that being said, there were things that you heard about her tenure that may not have been great. But with Bill Belichick, people hate playing for him, but they also it's Bill Belichick, and that he wins, and so they tolerate it. Yeah. Um, not every coach can behave like that. You have to have a certain amount of, of, I guess, like cred to do that. Which uh, Bartlett, first time head coach, like doesn't necessarily have that. Um, but I, I am a fan of this coaching style more, where it's much more of like a, like you said, she's providing the energy. She's she's kind of she's part of the team as opposed yeah. to it being like a, a, a kind of manager player situation. It it seems more of like a cohesive unit and obviously it's early on so that can all change but i i a lot to be excited about and in a bigger picture thing shout out uncle ray ray anderson uncle ray like looks like he made another good hire yeah just saying uh if you're at all interested texas a&m won their season opener um yesterday did oklahoma ever win that win theirs because they, they, they it was they did they did it was zero zero late against liberty uh so texas a&m and trisha ford won 12 to 2 I believe they mercy ruled Tarleton oh, yesterday. Yeah. Screw Tarleton, though. Um, and then, if you're at all wondering how Oklahoma softball did, they beat Duke in their season opener. Um, I believe the final 4 nothing. And Sid Sanders had one run, one hit, and Alina Torres had one at bat. That's so uh, Before, annoying. I believe, she was pinch hit four. Did, did, uh, do you still have the A&M lineup? Um, the Did Riley Valentine play at all? Uh, let me check for you. Oh, uh, yet another guest we had that did us dirty. But do be like that. Oh. I can't be mad. Yes, at her. Valentine. Ooh, she was hit by a pitch out. Oh point. damn! Uh, but it looks like she had herself. Let's see, one run, one RBI. Oh hell yeah! I mean, if you don't know, Riley Valentine, former AFC recruit, who we had on the show. Um, did us dirty? I get I get mad sometimes because I'm like, damn, they did us dirty, and then I remember we were talking to a 17 year old girl. Um, so, 
live your life. <laughs> and then, so Oklahoma, they won their first game yesterday. And they barely escaped they against barely Liberty. Escaped yeah, that's Liberty. what I was talking about. Uh, that was a 1-0 game, and their only don't say their it, only please, run. Don't it, say no, it. I'm not gonna say it was. A, it was Brito reached okay. on an error. They scored yeah. their run on an error in that game. <sighs> I thought you were gonna say a Sid Sanders solo and that shot, was and that would have been that was sick an extras, to my stomach. Dude. The number one softball team in the nation went to the wire with Liberty and won on an error. That's crazy. Don't don't look now. They're gonna be fine. It's Oklahoma. They're still there. Get a hit. (laughs) They're still a wagon dog. And that is fascinating that they it was close. I had seen that yesterday, but I'm just happy that batting ball is back, man. Yeah. You get ASU baseball next week. You know who they open with? Who? Future Pac 12 opponent, San Diego State. Hmm. It is crazy potentially the amount of times now, ever since SMU and San Diego State. Yeah, ever since the off cough went there. It's all I see. The they script, just, it's they, a script. They beat, women's tennis beat SMU. They beat, um, obviously they just beat San Diego they State. They beat Temple. SMU beat Temple the other day in basketball. Really? Yeah. Um, obviously, for, for, they might come. Baseball's going to play them. Basketball beat SMU earlier this year. Um, and did SDSU, did Arizona beat SDSU? They did. Football, right? ASU? SDSU. U of A. They beat. I don't know. I think they sure they, they beat played. SDSU at the beginning of the season. Um, yeah, they did because it was the first game at SDSU's new stadium, and I'm pretty sure they ruined that. Mm. So, oh the pack, yeah, you're right. The pack right. owns y'all. Just Welcome. Saying. It is open arms. What it is? What it is? I mean, batting ball for Arizona State is full of a bunch of dogs. Mm-hmm. So, sounds like the perfect time to talk about underdog bark, fantasy, bark. guys. It's easy to get started. Go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app. Sign up with promo code PHNX, and underdog is going to match your first deposit up to one hundred bones and while we're talking about that dog fantasy app let's talk about some super bowl boosters that they got for you guys choose correctly if pat mahomes is going to have higher or lower than 314 and a half total yards to increase your maximum payout get this from 20 times Mm -hmm. to 30 times Mm. guys if you get all five of your pickums correct or you can make the toughest decision of your life you ready sean jalen hurts Okay. Higher or lower, half a total yard. Shit. Don't answer now. Just okay. think about it. Think, think about, about it. it. I'm thinking about it. Go get the Underdog Fantasy app, guys. It's easy to get started. Again, download the app, sign up with promo code PHNX, and Underdog is going to match your first deposit up to 100 bazones. York. Um, shout out Zona Tucson. They beat SDSU in football and basketball. Listen, Arizona owns. SDSU and SMU. Um, you mentioned getting that underdog boost to 30%. Uh, if you hit on that, you can buy a lot of burritos. You might even you can go double steak, mm. double oh gosh, bacon on it. Right Dude, so do I. I'm so hungry. I haven't eaten all that. Uh, uh, burrito Express tomorrow? What time? Uh, mm. The timing's going to be a little off. Yeah. We'll figure it I'm out. I'm going to get B.E. because I'm definitely going to be hammered. Um, <laughs> burrito Express for your Super Bowl party. Oh, yeah. facts. For your Super Bowl party or... The following Monday, when you're hungover from whatever took place. Actually, facts. Party. Can we have Burrito Express Monday? I think we do. Oh, Is Monday not Burrito Express. I don't, I don't know. know if it's Burrito I don't Express. know. It might be, but either way, we might have to. As uh, a as a Sun Devil collective, I'll make sure that we have Burrito Express. Mm, nice. Hell yeah. Appreciate you. I got you. Um, Just send me your orders, guys. We'll do. Okay. Uh, my order is a steak and egg. Mm. Add bacon. Yeah. Add cheese. Take out the tomatoes. Uh, Ooh. I love it. You love it too. Um, 
The streets love it. The streets love it. So head down on down to buy two Burrito Express. And if you buy a $25 Burrito Express gift card, you get a free burrito. You add that free burrito on top of all the burritos you're getting with your underdog winnings. That's oh, a lot of really good burritos. That's all I'm saying. You can go extra meat on them. All I'm saying. Um, so head over to your nearby Burrito Express location today and Burrito Express. Get, get it in ya. Um, without further ado, yeah. it is Friday. You know what that means. What does it mean? It's just hot or not. I don't know why I did that like that. Hot or not. Hot or not. Hot or not. With no shade again. Uh, who's hot this week, Leah? Well, I've put a lot of thought into this. Mm, and the you. winner of Hot or Not. It sounded like 30 seconds ago. Oh, you the winner. You didn't know. She said the winner. Oh, no, not the winner. That's not what I meant. The hottest. Shit. No, uh, the, the person who is hot this week is... Not so Yeah. It's the Sean's always hot, dude. Sean's always hot. Facts, but... It's the jersey today. It's the jersey, but also in the trenches all week together. Me and yeah, Sean. we have been we we have been going through it. We're on the Miami vibes. We, we talked about this Miami earlier. Vibes. Yeah, we do have a very a very South Beachy look to us today. Um, thank you for making me hot today. I appreciate. You're welcome. That. All hey, right, Leah. What's our first topic today? Your first topic is the waste management open, hot, hot or not? Uh, mm, actually, I'm gonna go. Oh, this is a tough one. This is barely hot for me. Barely. I'm not a giant golf guy. So, like, when I go out there, mm-hmm. I'm just there for the vibes. I'm there for the drinking. I'm there for the fun. I'm there for the tan. I'm there for, like, the vibes. Not necessarily there for the golf. Now, if good golf takes place, cool. If it doesn't, I don't really sweat about it. But I went to Waste Management yesterday, was rocking the bad birdie, got a little bit of a tan, and... Had a drink with the boys. Like, it was just, it was overall a good time, but also got the tickets for free. So, couldn't tell you that I would have been as excited to go if I had to drop a little bit of a bag on a ticket. Uh, the Waste Management Open is stupid as shit. <laughs> I think it's oh, absolutely, I don't understand it. Uh, I think if you like golf, the Waste Management Open is one of the dumbest tournaments you could go to because yeah, you won't get to watch all the golf. Otherwise, it's just a darty. You're just getting drunk and standing outside in the heat. No, thank you. I hate that word. Darty? Yeah. Would you prefer danger? Yeah. Okay. It was it's a danger. And you just stand outside and get drunk. But you gotta pay like eighty whatever. How I don't know how much tickets cost. You gotta pay a lot of money for tickets. I think general admission's eighty and then like the drinks are like twelve. Yeah, it was ten dollars yeah. a beer. No. Okay, but hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. The skybox thing that they have. So hundred and fifty dollars a ticket, but all you can eat food and drinks all day long and all, obviously, all the holes have different skyboxes, so you can go to every single one with your wristband. That's kind of a vibe. There's just too many people there, and I feel like the only re- the only thing that makes Waste Management Open special is the 17th hole or 16th hole, 16th mm-hmm. hole. Um, and it's a it's stupid. Like you, if you don't get there at five in the morning and sprint there, you're yeah, not getting. You're not going. Yeah, you don't true. get to see it. And I don't fuck with getting up that early. In the exactly. Morning. It's a, an absolute. It's it's dumb. And I I do like golf. Like I'm not gonna sit here and pretend I'm like a. I'm not Jacob. I'm not like a diehard golf person. I can't name you a bunch of people, but I like I can I can watch it. I can throw it on TV and and, and vibe to it. Especially the windows. It's the weather's nice. Nice seventy degrees. Mm. Windows open. Birds chirping. Sun's on. out. Mm, that's a vibe. I, I could rock with. It's a vibe. Golf. It's a vibe. It's it, but being there is the furthest thing from a vibe. There's far too many people. It's hot. There's too many. Way too drunk. I don't like drunk people like that. Oh, I saw Steve Smith Senior there yesterday. Damn, really? Yeah. He's, oh, yeah. he's a cool guy. That's cool. Uh, that's one of the cool thing about Waste Management Open. It brings out a lot of celebrities. And I will say, like, it is cool when someone hits a hole-in-one hole and everyone's throwing up. 
um, the the, the, the beer. Like that's cool. Like I, I can appreciate that, but that's one of the coolest things in sports. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a, it's an, an incredibly unique and like awesome sporting environment. I won't deny that. Just going to the Waste Management Open, I had very, very, very little interest in doing it. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. What's topic number two? All right, topic number two <laughs> on the same theme, and I already know how you feel about this if you watch TPSV. Hot or not, the city that you live in hosting the Super Bowl. Not oh, hot. It's Fuck the worst that. Thing it's ever. the worst thing in the world. Um, all the roads are closed. Most of the people here are assholes. Um, yeah, because half of them are from Philly. Well, yeah, and the other half's from fucking Missouri. Well, don't. Petey's wife's from Missouri. Well, Petey's wife's an exception. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but yes, the majority of people from Pennsylvania are awful. Um, I made that up. What? Petey's wife's from she's Iowa. From Iowa. Right? She's from Iowa. She's a Chiefs fan. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't like I, it's. It's awful. It like it's, I, it's the worst thing. All of the cool places I like to go normally are packed full of people, or there is a cover to get in, yep. or there's a wait, or the streets closed. Yep. Go home, guys. Yep. I've been saying. Go home, watch all of these things from the comfort of your own home. Yeah. Get I, out of my city. I like the part, like, I like the some of the people, like, the names that it brings to the city. Like, I think it's cool that there's important people around. And, like, you know, I got I got breakfast the other day with somebody that was only in town because of the Super Bowl. So, like, there, there's cool parts to just having, like, the sports world kind of focus in on the spot that you're at. Uh, but in general, it is terrible. Like Jason says, it perfectly. Rich Dirk's descending on Glendale to create traffic. Uh, Newsflash: They've descended on downtown Phoenix, Tempe, and Scottsdale. It's awful. Well. Get everywhere. out of here. They're everywhere. Um, I just, I thought it would be cool. Like leading up to it, it was cool because you started seeing all the signage everywhere. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of a vibe. Like I've never lived in a big city where I like you. I, I've never been in a big city where they're hosting a big event like this. Like I lived in upstate New York. Um, I thought it'd be cool. It's not. It's not. I was gonna go home yesterday at one point because I was. I've, it's been a tough week, and I wanted to take a little bit of a break in between shows. I couldn't because the traffic was impossible to get out of because the NFL honors were right here. It's it's dumb. It's a waste of time. Big events in general coming to your city, not awful. Like the best, the best event that I think ever came here was the Final Four. Mm. It was a lot of fun. You don't get all the craziness that you yeah, get with the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's it's just better, but the Super Bowl, fuck no. It Get is it, it is here. like next level snowbirds. It's it's ridiculous. Far too many people here, and I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that like oh, like I know I said Philly fans are assholes. They are. I haven't had like bad experiences with any people here. Like I haven't had like people be dicks or anything. It's just there's too many of them. It's the, the presence of yeah. them is overwhelming, and I do not like it. I don't. I just don't want to have to change my life for tourists. Get out and of I've Phoenix. Been, I've been here two years. Like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I'm a diehard Phoenician. I haven't lived. I wasn't born and raised okay. here. Well, I but have. I, on behalf of me, welcome to the party. Yeah. Get out of get Phoenix. Get out of my city. Next. <laughs> okay, final topic. This is a repeat topic for the first time. I think uh, you can guess. This is the And to- <laughs> Now I'm curious because circumstances have changed one year later. Hot or not, Valentine's Day. Can I expose myself for a second? Yeah. So I've made jokes on here about being single and stuff like that. Um, and I I was, I don't remember why. I was texting with my ex-girlfriend about something a while ago, and she had said something along the lines of... Excuse me. Wait, wait, wait. You're not going to just gloss no, no, over no, no. that. I mean, like I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't talk to her. It was like I had to text her about something. And 
I forget how it came up. We were just talking about whatever. And she said something along the lines of, and I realized, you'll realize that as I'm saying this, I'm taking a very large risk saying this, but oh I, God, it's whatever. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, oh, God. Oh, God. She was like, she was like, oh, I just kind of figured you were okay with all the jokes you make on your show. And I was like, oh, you still watch. Oh, I was not, I, I didn't see that coming. I was very, I was very thrown off by it. Um, <laughs> that being said, you didn't expose yourself. You exposed her. Oh yeah. God damn. That well, being hi, said, <laughs> um, that oh, being said, man. I don't know how I feel about Valentine's Day. I've never been in this position before. Cause like prior to it, I had never been in like a real long term relationship, so I didn't really care. Um, Valentine's Day in theory is hot. I, I'm okay with having the opportunity to <laughs> gotta turn the chair around. I, I, I'm okay with having a special opportunity to express so, to someone you love how much you love them and spoil somebody. Um, but I just find it annoying when people rub it like are aggressive about it. I just like I get you're in love. That's cool. Be in love together. Don't be in love around with me. All of us. Like I think I think like. I think if you post something on Valentine's Day, you're a clown um, because it's not about like this is a, a slight tangent. I just. Why are you posting about your relationship like like and not in general, like I understand that, like you love somebody, you want people to know that you love them, whatever like that, like posting a picture with somebody in general is fine. But if you're oh, my God, I, I want to take this opportunity to tell you how much I love you and blah, blah, blah say it to him. I don't need to know that. I don't give a shit. And if anything, you're making people feel shitty about themselves. Fuck off. Like, have your moment together, not with the rest of the world. All right. Here we go. Fuck Valentine's Day. It has been a long minute since your boy's been in a relationship and could actually celebrate Valentine's Day. I was the type of guy that went all out. Right, I was the fucking balloon surprise. The dinner, remember what everything. I did for Valentine's Day Brother, last year? I was like, you went my bowling. Very first relationship, I went all out. Surprised my girl on Valentine's, like balloons, her favorite food, fucking pictures of it, like so Coach, much. Right, this is shit. so on brand for you. Like I did. So I'm the same much way though. I, I'm like a yeah. Sean, you. you went bowling. I believe you. I just don't remember it. And then like. Once you get, oh, this just like sounds like a woes me. Once you get your heart ripped out enough, <laughs> then there's just nothing left to like give on February 14th. You know, like fuck the chocolate, fuck the flowers. I don't care that much. I'm gonna have a beer. I'm gonna have a burrito express burrito, and that's gonna be me loving my fucking self on Valentine's Day, which everybody should do every day. Yeah. But Valentine's Day, man, it is. One day out of the year for everybody to flaunt their relationship and that they love this person and woes me and guess what? In six months, you're not going to be together type shit. Look, Valentine's Day, fuck you as a day. Cupid, fuck you too. You're a shitty little baby fictional wings. baby character that's kind of Chocolate old. going on sale on February 15th? Yeah, now you're talking my language. That's hot. You're talking my language. I, I don't like chocolate. Nah, I mean, there's white chocolates. There's that's candies right. in general. Um, Yo, you want to celebrate Valentine's Day again? No. Oh, okay, but no, I'd rather be alone. Uh, <laughs> on that day, see, man, on that day specifically, you you trust people and they just no. rip your fucking Tosa, heart you're out. Tell, you're telling me that that spending Valentine's Day with one of your bros is not just going to make it worse if we're just getting high playing video games, and uh, eating burritos? Valid. Is that all? No, I can't. I can't get high on Valentine's Day, which I I probably will anyways. But I get emotional when I get high. That's going to be bad. Um, 
I just, yeah, I'm, I'm like my last two Valentine's Day. I genuinely cannot remember what I did last Valentine's Day. The Valentine's Day before that, I had asked the girlfriend I had before out, like to be my girlfriend on Valentine's Day. That's, uh, that's corny. As by well. March 14th, we, well, it wasn't because it was Valentine's Day. It was just kind of the timeline. By March 14th, we weren't together anymore. So, I'm I. But Valentine's that being Day, said, not hot. That being said, if someone's trying to spend Valentine's Day with me, and I know Brother, this chat is probably doing? this chat is probably not the one to reach out to, because I don't know, Jason, I don't know what you're trying to do on the 14th. Jason's but, married, bro. <laughs> he said he said the missus doesn't like Valentine's Day. Anybody so got any daughters in the chat? Just saying, relax. Know. Okay, I'm, I'm mom, looking for. I'm, I'm, I am just saying more of a mom guy. Um, Brother, what? What'd you say? Um, Look, Jason in the chat with the real love, and it's not even Valentine's Day. Jason, super with chat. the super chat, love you guys. Love you too, Jason. Love you too. But, um, nah, I definitely, like, I'm not going to pretend I'm not fickle. I hate Valentine's Day until I'm in a relationship, and I love it. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you guys. Look, if you're like us and you're single, you know what you're going to be doing on Valentine's Day? You're going to be drinking some Four Peaks. And if you haven't had a chance to try Arizona's number Throwing one ass. wheat ale in Wow Wheat, then come on down to Old Town Boondocks for the tailgate time machine. Saturday, February 11th, while we're talking tailgate time machine, maybe you guys can time machine back to when you guys celebrated Valentine's Day and were actually happy. Uh, try Four Peaks newest innovation. It's packed full of Arizona citrus flavor, perfect for light drinking in the desert sun. Or if you're like us and you're single, heavy drinking. Must be 21 <laughs> years or older to enjoy responsibly. Uh, do you know the lyrics to uh, What's Next by Drake? Oh. Uh. If you don't look it up, that's how I'm trying to spend Valentine's Day. Don't don't look it up now. Don't look it up. Okay. I needed I, the purpose. I asked you specifically because I didn't think you would know. Okay. Damn. Take look it up. Look it up after the show. No, no, no. Look it up after the show. Okay. Well, you're gonna be drinking on Valentine's Day, Sean. Where are you gonna be spending Valentine's Day? Ooh, I'm gonna be running laps on on some happy couples that are that are like, you know, you want to go go karting on Valentine's Day, baby? Yeah. So uh, uh, just be careful. I didn't like the way you said that. Be careful. I'm just uh, these are two lovebirds who are being goofy and corny. Mm -hmm. mm, I love you. Mm -hmm. You want to go go karting? This in audio probably sounds um, so weird. <laughs> they're gonna go go-karting and i'm gonna break the relationship up because yeah, baby who, no, i'm not gonna Rev break those the, engines i'm not gonna break the relationship up i'm just gonna make sure that they have the least happy valentine's day possible Fuck yeah because i'm gonna be running laps around them at octane race there you go um but valentine's day you can go there valentine's day but make sure you go back and make sure you're there this sunday for the big game at mavericks and octane they got dozens of 4k tvs a 20-foot jumbotron 5,000 uh. square feet of restaurant featuring a chef-curated menu. That's 5,000 square feet that I can be alone in. Um, craft beers, custom cocktails. Uh, they have a, I say it every time, like a wood oven like for pizza. They like, oh, I could fuck a, up like a brick right oven now. for pizza at, uh, at, for, at Mavericks. It's unbelievable. The pizza, genuinely good. Um, and I have high standards for pizza. So check them out. Um, like I said, enjoy the Super Bowl experience at Mavericks. And you can book in advance at Mavericks. Dot com slash the big game. That's M A V R I X dot com slash the big game. Sean, anything else before we get out of here? I am sad and lonely. What? I'm I'm very comfortable being single. Can you give me a hug? Yeah. Okay, man. One day, man. It's tough in these streets. One day. It is what it is. The streets. Leah's laughing at us. The streets. Leah, yeah. the, the happy one person relationship in his office is just laughing yeah. at us. Just wait. Just wait. See what happens. We're going to be. <laughs> <laughs> What? This motherfucker praying on his downfall. I'm their downfall. Are I'm just, you kidding? I, so follow us, guys. I don't want you to be happy, but I generally, I generally don't want people ha being happier than I am. 
But that being said, I, I that being said, it would be awful if you yeah. Know, I I everyone everyone is invested. That at this affects point. two of your friends. It affects wow. more than two of our it friends. Affects it affects us everybody, as well. Everybody. So yeah, guys, <laughs> uh, follow us on social at phnx underscore sun. You can follow me at anthony underscore Hochi. You can follow. The man on the moon at Shane Deef. You can follow Sean DePause at Sean underscore DePause. Oh, the cool-ass rap name is always, apparently. Yes, Shout out, Brian. We will see you guys <laughs> tomorrow. ASU basketball post-game show. They take on the Cal Bears. And Bobby Hurley, if you're listening, you better beat the shit out of those Bears tomorrow. Otherwise, we're going to be coming behind. for that ass, boy. Uh, we will see you guys tomorrow. But for now, peace. <laughs>